Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to All Queued Up, uninhibited. I don't really have an intro for this one because this is really... I mean, the original title that we were coming up with while we were trying to figure out Uninhibited was Off the Cuff. Uh, but this is basically a show where Josh and I uh, just talk about things we want to talk about. Uh, it could be literally anything. It's completely separated from anything Netflix, Hulu Plus, Amazon Prime, yada, yada, yada. If this is your first show watching or listening to us, uh, we have a main podcast, which is called All Queued Up. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, we recently did a review on... Um, Carmen San Diego and the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Thank you. Drawing a complete blank on what shows we watched. That's how my memory rolls. Anyway, I'm uh, your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is my good buddy, Josh Fisher. Hey, what's up? Um, so yeah, this is just us kind of um talking about our personal lives. Well, as personal as we want to get. Talking about uh things that have interested us. Films we want to see, opinions on other things. Uh, this podcast could go longer than an hour. It all depends on how we're feeling. Um, but yeah, this will be every other week. This will be the off, like every off week that we weren't doing all queued up, you'll get uninhibited. Yeah. Um, anything else I should add to that, Josh? No, no. Uh, I think that's good. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's why I chose the title uninhibited. We're not restricted to any rules we have set for ourselves it's just boom the gloves are off so to say so to speak so to speak this so if you don't know i play a lot of video games like that's my primary hobby i do a you know a podcast every wednesday night uh with uh, my buddy anthony be honest where we we talk about gaming news it's very fun. <laughs> uh, what was it? What was it? We were we were watching somebody stream and Anthony commented on it and they called him Beans, Anthony Beans. <laughs> okay, so that was... That, so there were two parts to that whole thing that were really funny. So it was... It was, um, it was during Mega the Mega Manathon. It was Mega Manathon, yeah, yeah. And he, he submits a donation while Slappy was on stage because yeah. a long time ago, I called, like, this is before the Switch was released. That's how long ago it was. Mm. And I, I think they had announced the Switch, but they hadn't released it. And I called Nintendo the RC Cola of the gaming world. Basically meaning, they're okay. But they're so, like, when you think of RC Cola, you know, versus, let's say, Pepsi and Coca-Cola, they're different. It's, it's just, it's not even in the same fucking ballpark, right? Yeah. That was my idea behind it. Nothing, I wasn't dissing Nintendo or whatever. It was just the way that it is. So yeah. Anthony throws that into a donation for Slappy to read. But Slappy doesn't read it. It, it wasn't until, um, I think it's Video Game Music is the guy's name, or some of that effect. But anyway, he's, he's a YouTuber, and he's good friends with Brian, or at least friends with Brian in general. And he was on stage. And so he reads the donation... But then says from Anthony Beans. <laughs> yeah, I laughed Lost my so shit. damn hard. It's like he called An Anthony Beans. Anthony uh, was like, "It was so funny that he read my donation." I go, 
Yeah, but he also mispronounced your last name, and that's even funnier. Because yeah. here's the thing. When you look at that name, it's it's B-E-A-N-E-S, right? Yeah. So I've heard Beanies. That's how I've heard people mispronounce his name most of the time is Beanies. That, he just straight up ignored that E. <laughs> He's just like, Beans? Beaness? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, fucking funny to me. but that, uh, no, Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. So anyway, yeah, you and Anthony Beans do a podcast every Wednesday night called Mission Start. <laughs> Anthony Beans. He's forever Beans to me now. That's fair. That's perfectly fine. Hey, as many things uh, as he a- mispronounces and misspells all the time, I think he can handle being called <laughs> Beans. Uh, the reason I mentioned the video games thing, by the way, outside of all that, is uh, uh, last week, I want to say it was last week, Monday. It was the day after the Super Bowl. So if that February the fourth, February the fourth, yes, yeah. Um, Respawn Entertainment, who's made Titanfall one and two, who were defunct members of Infinity Ward, who made Call of Duty Modern Warfare one and two. Um, they had moved over to EA for Titanfall and Titanfall two, and they were still with EA via contract. They ninja fucking released. Stealth released, everyone will put that. Um, a, a battle royale type game. And if you don't know what battle royale is, if you listen to this and you don't really keep up with the gaming world, Fortnite, one of the biggest games in the world, mm-hmm. is a battle royale. 100 players drop on a map, you pick up weapons that you find, and you hopefully are the last person standing. Yeah. Big, biggest game in the world, at least was, until Apex Legends came out. Yeah. That's the game that Respawn released. Yeah. Um, no blip on the radar at all. It's just like no clue. It's just boom. Here's Apex. Like, here you go. Yep. It was a, a, a brilliant maneuver by them because they they released it hoping for the best. Now, here here was something that was genius about this. First off, they released it before Anthem, mm-hmm. which is by publisher EA. It's by BioWare. I give BioWare full credit, but... EA is the publisher of both these games, but they released it right before Anthem. Do I think Anthem is even going to scratch the surface of the people playing Apex? No, for two reasons why. First off, Apex is free. Mm-hmm. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, uh, Anthem is a multiplayer RPG, mar- multiplayer action RPG. Uh, it is um, in no way, shape, or form anything like Apex. But what's fascinating to me, I'm extremely excited for Anthem. I've been waiting for that game for a hot minute. I'm a big fan of the Mass Effect series. Mm-hmm. Same guys who made those. And if you're an older school gamer, uh, Bioware also made the first Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. So that's how far back they go. Apex Legends releases. No joke. 10 million people in the first weekend playing it. 25 million by this point. Huge, huge release, right? Wow. That's pretty so big considering that Fortnite what was it like eighty three million players? Or was it a hundred and Yeah, by this million? point, yeah. But they also also Fortnite's on more platforms, whereas Apex Legends is just Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Yeah. And you gotta have a good working PC to play it. Yeah. Um but in those terms, huge. It's a huge deal. And it's also huge in terms of Twitch. It always has double the numbers Twitch has. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me try that again. It, if you look at the game by itself, like, I'll look right now. At the time of this recording, 
Um, I'm going on Twitch. I'm going to look at the number of people streaming Fortnite versus the number of people streaming Apex. The number of people streaming Fortnite is 109,000 people. Sorry, let me try that again. The number of people watching Fortnite is 109,000 people. Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show how many people are streaming it, but it just shows 109,000 people are watching it. For Apex Legends, though, 272,000 people. Wow. Yeah, it's always been, like, around half. Fortnite got kicked in the balls hard. Yeah, they this did. This isn't to say the Fortnite... It's not. This isn't to say Fortnite's not going. Any, I mean, it's still there. It's still huge. Oh, absolutely. It's still very big. But I think Epic even came out with just kind of like, yeah, oh, they actually put something out that's competing with us, so good, a healthy competition. Um, and I'm very happy for. I mean, I love Apex Legends. It it has a specific feel that makes me feel right at home with shooters. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an old school Halo guy, mm-hmm. and it just feels right. But I digress from the point of this entire thing that I'm bringing up. So Fortnite's huge. Other studios have tried to put out battle royales. This one drops. It's huge. I jokingly say in the half-empty energy tank Discord, I hope that tomorrow on the Nintendo Switch Direct we get a Tetris. Like jokingly, I was like, I was like, I hope we get a Tetris game. And then I went dot 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 online hundred-man battle royale Tetris. Yeah, yeah. I fucking joke. I'm not joking like, when I say it this. It was like one fifteen on Tuesday that you said this. Yep, one fifteen on Tuesday, knowing nothing of the direct. During the direct, they drop a fucking, they drop Tetris 99. 99 player exactly online that. battle royale Tetris. <laughs> and that, that was amazing. And you know what's even more amazing? What's that? I played it. I got to play it against you just before we recorded this. And I had no idea because... This this guy here, Greg and Brian and Hutch at Half Empty Energy Tank, they're some of the best friends anybody could ever ask for in your life, I swear. Um, they surprised me with an amazing gift yesterday that apparently Misty had known about, and I had no clue. UPS. Do you comes. mind if I if go ahead? So I was gonna say, do you mind if uh, uh if I build this up a little bit more by telling the history from my angle. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you didn't know any of this. Yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. So back when, back when you had your leg amputated. Yep. May, um, May of last year. Uh, I think it was you. It might've been you, Misty, probably you told me about what Bobby Skullface was doing for you in that community. Yeah. Yeah. The Roma collectors, I believe. Yep. Yep. And it was I actually, that was awesome. yeah, it was actually my friend Tyler that I occasionally record uh, that podcast off the runner with. Um, okay. he was the one that had the idea to start to GoFundMe, and uh, okay, yeah. So in, and and Bobby, Bobby called you, us in the hospital and everything and talked to us, you know. But yeah, the whole the whole community, the realm, they just in that first forty eight hours, man, it was just amazing the level of support that we received from them. It was truly humbling. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I think at the time of talking to you, it had reached. Like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. And you were like, you were like, that pays for more than how much the bill is. It it, um, it covered my medicine, and yeah, uh, my insurance covered everything, with the exception of my um 
antibiotic drip that I had to have, I had to go home with a pick line in my arm and take uh, antibiotic drip every six hours on the dot for two weeks. And we had to pay $791 and change out of pocket for that. So fortunately, because of that GoFundMe, we were able to go home like, boom, with the medicine, which was great. Right. And and so and the point that I'm I'm making with that was I said the GoFundMe has already given you enough to the point where you're going to be good. I wanted to do something a little bit different. And I knew that you always wanted to switch. So I had proposed to Brian and I believe on stream, um, like, why don't we do something nice for Josh? Like, put up a donation to get him something. And Brian goes, what does he want? I go, a switch. I know he wants a Switch because he wants to play Octopath Traveler and whatever potential RPGs happen to be, you know, come to the Switch because that's his, kind of his bread and butter is RPG. Yeah, yeah. And uh, especially turn-based. I know you really like turn-based. And um, I like all RPGs. I know, but, but... Yeah, I mean, I grew up on... You've always expressed, yeah, you've always expressed to enjoy the, the Final Fantasies of, of yesteryear. Well, I love uh, the new ones, too. I think 15 is probably the second greatest Final Fantasy game ever. That's how much I love okay. 15. I mean, 6 is still, nothing's going to dethrone 6, but 15 is incredible. But yes, carry on. Fair, fair enough. Um, I just knew you wanted to switch because of that. And so he was like, all right, let's put up a donation total. And you had come home and you had seen it. And I think at the point that you saw it was at like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. We, um, um, we, I remember when I got home uh, that Thursday, that Saturday night, we had like a welcome home stream celebration where we played some Jackbox games and everything. And that's when I first found out about it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and you were, you were super like humble about it. You're like, Oh my God, that's amazing. You guys are awesome. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I was like, dude, yeah, I want to get you something nice. You know, it, it's, I can't imagine losing a limb. So I, you know, I would hope somebody would do the same for me. And, we raised it till about, I think, 175 or 200 bucks, somewhere in there. But then the, the donation ticker went away. And, uh, I immediately asked Brian about it. I said, what happened to it? And he says, well, unfortunately, I have to put it to the side for right now because I'm concentrating on so much to do with the Mega Manathon. Mm -hmm. Um, but it will be back. We will finish it and get Josh's switch. I was like, okay, perfect. Cause I want to do like a, like a marathon type kind of thing. And he was like, yeah, of course. That sounds awesome. So right after Mega Manathon, um, it was really funny, Josh, because I had I had planned on talking to Brian about it. <laughs> you had all you had you had actually mentioned it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, because I, I saw that one of the grand prizes of the Mega Manathon, uh, the actual grand prize for anybody that donated over fifty twenty five dollars that were eligible for it, it was a Switch and every Mega Man game available on the Switch. And I was like, man, I would love to win that. And I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, whatever happened with that? They were raising the donations, and I brought that up to you. Yeah, uh, at that point, I, I haven't told you that I lied to you quite a bit about this. Um, <laughs> at that point, I had already talked to him. Oh, okay. And I was like, I was like, okay, how do I tell him? How do I tell him no? Like, like I haven't, but. Make it sound like I want to. So I just did that. I was just like, all right, I haven't. I haven't talked to him, but I will. I'll message him. And there was one point where I hadn't talked to you because I knew it was going to happen. 
And I think I just missed, like, you messaged me and you're like, did you talk to him? I was like, oh, no, I've totally forgot. And then I, <laughs> I just went with it. That's um, awesome. So I, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I messaged Brian shortly after the Mega Manathon. He says, I got to get the prizes sorted out for the donator, do- donators. And I said, okay, cool. He goes, once I get those sorted, Hutch and I have a plan. I was like, what's that? And he was like, since I just started a new job and, um, and whatnot, him and I are just going to throw 50 bucks each and, and just straight up, straight out get the switch and have it delivered. I was like, oh, that's dope. Oh, cool. Two days later, Brian contacts me and goes, what's, what's, uh, Josh's address? Don't say anything to him. I was like, I haven't yet. <laughs> and, uh, so I was like, fuck, I had his address because of the Secret Santa. So that's um, why you messaged Jason Lowry. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's I couldn't like find the he address. told me yesterday, and he's like, I knew about your switch. I was like, how would you know? He's like, somebody needed your address. I was like, them sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes, why didn't you tell me about it? And I, And I, at that point, I was like, oh, this was like, we started the donation thing long before I had your contact information and, and, um, like it was like, it's a whole fucking thing. That's why I didn't contact him. But, uh, I was like, I mean, if you want to get him a game, you're free to, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I couldn't find your address anywhere. So I, so I contacted him. He gives it to me. I then he, Brian then goes, throw it to Hutch. I'm in traffic. I was like, all right. So I'd give it to Hutch. <laughs> Uh, everything's, everything's hunky dory. And, um, and then he goes, I need somebody's phone number over there. Do you know Josh's uh, cell number? And I was like, I, he doesn't have a cell. Yeah. Like they have a house phone, but I don't know it. Yeah. I've got, I've like, got a cell how- phone, but I don't have service on it. I just use Wi-Fi, and I mainly just use it for like messenger and Instagram and things like that to like promote the podcast. That's the only reason I really have it. You know, that's clever. I didn't, I wouldn't even have thought of yeah, that. I just so. ran it off of my Wi Fi. Um, that's awesome. I pff, one step ahead of me, Josh. Um, except for the switch. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. so yeah, I so I contact like I immediately contacted Missy and I let Hutch know. I was like, I contacted Missy, let her know what's going on, not to tell Josh, but I, I don't, I don't have his address anymore. And he was like, All right, or not address, but I don't have any, any numbers. Let me see what I can do. Misty contacts me immediately. And she's like, "That's amazing! I can't believe you guys are getting him a switch." And I was like, "I was like, well, this has been a long thing. <laughs> it's been a long time coming." Um, and she so she gave me her number, and uh, and then I guess you were supposed to get it. You got it what day? You got Tuesday. I got it yesterday, Tuesday. Um, yesterday. I was supposed, you were to, supposed get to get it Monday. Get it Monday. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing. UPS tried to call the house and see if I'm the kind of person like, okay, I've got a landline. But if I don't know who is on the other end of the caller ID, I'm not answering the phone. You know, I'm just like, eh, they can go to voicemail. If it's important, they'll leave a message. Well, you know, as soon as they hung up, they didn't leave a voicemail. And as soon as they hung up, Misty's cell phone started ringing. And I was like, what number is that? And Misty's like, that's the same number. And so she, she didn't answer it. And I guess somebody messaged her and told her that UPS was trying to call. And Monday night, I was watching Enter the Realm um, from you know on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel because they have a live show every Monday night. And then after, while I was watching the show, she snuck out of the room and called. 
And they're like, yeah, we can't find your address. And she gave them directions and everything. And then yesterday it got here right around 2, 2.30. And I was already expecting a package anyway from China uh, that had been in the States since the 26th, but it sat in customs for like a week. And then once it got released from customs, there was no more tracking information. It's just like it's been sent to FedEx Smart Post. And I'm like, man, where in the hell is my package? So I didn't think anything about it. I was just like, okay, I'm expecting a package, but, you know, I didn't, uh, wasn't expecting that. So. Yeah, the, uh, from my end, uh, I believe, I believe it was Misty contacted me, or no, was it Hutch? One of them contacted me. It might have been Misty that contacted me. Or uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Hang. I think. I think. I think they called Hutch and they said, "Hey, we can't get a number for anybody there. Uh, nobody's answering the phone." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was Misty? She goes, "Hey, qu- hey, quick question. How did they ship the switch? And do you know if there's a tracking number?" So let me ask real quick. I went to Hutch, and I saw. I, I asked him the same question. And he goes, did she get a call from the UPS guy? I got a call from the driver asking the location. I gave her, her I gave them her number to try to get in touch with them because he's having trouble finding it. And I was like, hang on a sec. So I just slammed them both in the same discussion group. Nice. <laughs> I was just like, Misty. I was like, Misty Crits. Or not Crits, but Misty Hutch. <laughs> Here you go. <clears throat> um, and their conversation was this. Uh, Hutch says, the driver, or well, Misty says hi first. Uh, Hutch says, the driver called me and asked the location was, he seemed to have been having trouble finding you. I gave him your number to try and sync up sync up with you. Did he call? He then throws her number out there and says, was this, or this was his number. She says, uh, okay, he did try to call a few minutes ago. Wasn't sure where it was. Let me try to call him back uh, just a minute. Uh, Hutch puts a thumbs up. Misty says, yes, uh, that was it. I called and gave him the directions. It'll be here tomorrow. Uh, Crit says, okay, cool. I then said, awesome. She says, we live in the boonies, LOL, up on a mountain, and it's easy to get lost. Thank you so much for everything you've done. You're all awesome. He says, you're welcome. Excited to hear his reaction when he gets it. You're all gonna, or you're all gonna love it. And I know that feel. My grade school years were out in the sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, a, you know, that's how Hutch and I met. It was like back, we met on an online community. Uh, it was, it was a, it's the year 2000. Um, and back then, like, there were various websites that had picture rating. There were picture rating websites. You just uploaded a picture of yourself and made a profile and people voted on it. But this one was different because it had message boards, forums, you know, what have you. And that's how Hutch and I met. Uh, he was like 15. I was like 23, uh, somewhere around there. and. You know, we, he and I have been really good friends ever since. I mean, hell, I looked at him as like a younger brother, man. We talked so much back in the day. And uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But. Yeah, it was It was like I was I was uh, I was working and um, I had to check the time. And here's the thing about working in the kitchen. Phones are disgusting. Mm-hmm. Why? Cell phones specifically, because hands are disgusting. Exactly. When you're using your phone all day and you're. You know, you're not washing your phone all the time. There's a thousand and one germs on your phone. And just to think, we put those to our faces. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
But that being said, you don't pull your phone out in the middle of a kitchen unless you plan on washing your hands right mm-hmm. away. So before I'm heading to do to, to like wash dishes or something to that effect, or before I go to wash my hands, I usually check my phone real quick. And I pull up my phone and I just see a message from you that just says, you're all awesome. I think you might have fucking threw a fucking in there. I um, probably did. I usually fucking do. <laughs> and I knew exactly what it was. I was just like, hey, and I put my phone back in my pocket. It was like, fucking come on 1 p.m. so I can read no, all No, actually, these. I said, I fucking love you guys in the picture of the switch on my desk next to my coffee. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. That was at uh, 2.55 p.m. yesterday, so that was like, yeah, was, that was like I, two minutes after I, I got it and opened it up. But yeah, it was it was really fucking cool. Like I was really happy that you got that, and uh, I I thought they were gonna do another another stream. That was what I thought they were gonna uh, do. You know, I, that would have been cool, but I, I was just really surprising because I wasn't expecting it at all. I mean, you know, I knew eventually. Yeah, you know, we'll make another donation thing, and eventually it'll get there. You know, and I was like, no big rush, but. Yeah, Misty, she heard uh, the UPS driver out in the driveway, and she's like, oh, and she opened up the door. She's like, hey, how are you? Being all nice to the UPS guy, and I was like, oh, shit. I figured my package had just been stuck in the mailbox because what I ordered was pretty small. I was like, they're bringing it to the... And she had this thing in her arms. I was like, that's not from China. And she's like, this is a surprise, and I know what it is, and you're going to... She's like, I should video your reaction. I was like, no. It's like, you're not going to video my reaction. And I started to uh, cut the wrapping off of the box, and I just saw orange. And I was like, this is a fucking switch. I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking switch. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, is this from Brian and Greg and Hutch? And she's like, yeah. I was like, them sons of bitches. Uh, yeah, I, oh man. I mean, I to be honest with you, I was surprised that they were just gonna outright buy it. I, I, well, you know, it's or not, it's not outright, but but finish finish off the donations. I should yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. That, that was that was pretty tremendous, and I'm I'm extremely grateful. And you know, I was like, hmm, I'm gonna have to get me some games well, we played, now. I like, <laughs> yeah, I was. Well, I was. What's really great about the Switch is they have a uh, for twenty dollars a year, which is incredibly cheap when you think about other subscription services. Yeah, like PS. Uh, for twenty dollars a year, PlayStation Plus is sixty dollars a year, and shit for Netflix is cheaper. Um, we spend what fifteen? No. Well, net, no, net, I don't, I don't pay for four K. Just went up to thirteen dollars a month. Right, Bef- so for two thousand eighteen, let's just say around twelve, twelve dollars. Well, it a was month. eleven for me. Eleven. Okay, so eleven times twelve. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that's oh, that's oh, that's close to a hundred and what forty. I'm not. I can't do quick math. Well, hundred and uh, let's see, ten would be a hundred and ten. One hundred thirty-two. And another twenty-two more. Yeah, one thirty-two. So yeah, one hundred thirty-two a year for Netflix, where I'm paying twenty dollars a year for Nintendo service, mm-hmm. and every every um month or so, six weeks, give or take. They add new NES games to their service for free. I mean, you got to pay for the service, but the service also includes you being able to play games online in general. Yeah. Um, but getting free NES games, like they just added Mario Brothers 2, which is called Mario Brothers USA in Japan. Oh, did they add it today? Um, 
Yeah, and and Kirby's Adventure. Nice. So, yeah, it's it, we so we played, uh, but we played Doctor Mario this afternoon. Yeah, like right before yeah, recording Greg this. Was like, yeah, let's check out the online capability of that thing because I don't have any games for it yet except for the uh, Nintendo uh, the Switch Online, and you know it's like you can pay four bucks a month or you can pay like. 12 or 15 for every six months or however it was or $20 a year. I was like, well, that's a no-brainer. I'll just drop 20 bucks on it right now. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, it's like I can play some old-school Legend of Zelda and I can play Super Mario and Super Mario 3 and Dr. Mario, Metroid and, like, you know, games I loved as a kid. So we were trying that out and, of course, Greg, he's really good at Dr. Mario and he smoked my ass. And then Tetris 99, which we found out about during that Nintendo Direct right before we recorded, it dropped, so we downloaded it and played a couple rounds of it. And I did really good. That first round I played out of 99, I finished uh, 10th place. So that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. Because there's going to be games that you, like, they're, they're going to be coming out with games that I know that you and I could possibly yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, I know a uh, lot of people play, you know, a couple of the big online ones that people like to play are Mario Kart and Splatoon 2, you know, and I've not had the ability to play either. And now I can get one or both of those and play with you guys online. Um, so that's pretty awesome. I would, I would argue, yeah, I mean, (laughs) probably Splatoon 2 because, you know, that's the one that everybody seems to play more. In the heat house and you and yeah, I mean it's up it's up to you because I feel like the type of games that you play Splatoon two might not be entirely up your alley. I mean it looks fun. I like watching it. I've never played it though, but it looks fun. It's it's, it's a fun little team shooter game, and it doesn't have a lot of uh, you know matches don't last very long. They're what five minutes long. You know. Yeah, give or take. It looked. It, it looks um, I believe it's. I mean, compared to like again, battle royale games that take, like if you're if you're in a battle royale match for most of it, you're going to be there fifteen twenty yeah. minutes. So, um, even over Overwatch matches can take fifteen twenty minutes if you're you know if both teams are evenly paired. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for for Splatoon, it's timed exactly at five minutes. Uh, your goal is to paint as much or to ink as much as the ground as much as, po- as possible mm-hmm. to defeat the other team. So there is no tiebreakers. There is no uh, two teams are pushing against each other as hard as they can. It's it's just full on. Like you'll get percentages on decimal points and shit, and it's just it's it, it's it is fun. Like I'm not yeah, I've, I'm not knocking it's I've, fun. I've, I've watched you guys um, on on Twitch play it, and I, it looks fun as hell. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's just uh, because it's a it's a, a decently fast paced shooter. I feel like it would not necessarily be up. Your so alley. you're saying I would suck right out of the gate? I know that. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. No, no. I mean, yeah. Primarily, my favorite things to play are RPGs. But you know, even though I was never into Halo, I used to play a hell of a lot of kills. Uh, uh, shit, Killzone on uh, PlayStation yeah, Two and Killzone. Three. I used to play the shit out of Killzone back in the day, and I, you know, did play a lot of the uh, uh, Battlefield games, too. So I do enjoy them. I just, 
you know, I would rather play okay. online well, against people I know versus complete strangers. And now this way yes. I can do so. Yeah, I think I think if there was a night where if you had Splatoon two, and we could we could put out the call to be like, all right, we need eight, you know, we need eight people to play. Well, I guess if it would be you and then whoever's streaming six other people, mm-hmm. and then I'd be there probably Valer. Um, so we'd only have to get four other people. Yeah, Ryan. Just, does and if Ryan we got Hutch, play? Three other people. Does Ryan play or? Uh, does yeah. Ryan? I think so, but I don't know that he has a oh. switch. I mean, if he does. But I mean, there's also Tron Bond. Yep. There's uh, Yo, Brian Hutch, Brittany. I know that Murby has one. Yeah, yeah, Brittany has a Maybe. copy. So I, I, I don't think it would be too difficult. We would just have to plan it way in advance. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, that's that's definitely one that I would wouldn't mind having and playing because you know I could play it with people I know, and that's cool because that's a lot more fun to me. And especially if all of us are in a voice chat talking shit and everything, so. <laughs> right, right. But also on that same note, like, arguably the same thing can be done with uh, Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Um, I do like Splatoon more. I will. I yeah, I, I have the original Mario Kart for the uh, GameCube. And I would play it every now and then, but I, I would enjoy something like Splatoon 2 more than Mario Kart. Yeah. I'm yeah, just yeah, trying yeah, to think yeah. of it. And, you, you, and when, you said, when you said you played Battlefield, I was like, oh shit, okay, well if he's played a game like that, then yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah. I, hell, Bad Company too. I think still the best Battlefield game they ever made. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Bad Company 2 is definitely... I, I'm I'm still kind of mad that... That they don't make the Bad they Company kind of series threw anymore. Battle- yeah, they just threw that on the shelf. We're like, nobody plays this. We were like, everybody played it. What are you talking about? You sons of bitches. You fucking cocklords. Yeah, man. I'm really, really, oh, really man. excited, you know, and we got to play some uh, Tetris 99 as soon as it dropped just a little while ago, and that was pretty awesome, and that was fun, and I'm just like, oh, man. So What's what's crazy about, about Tetris 99, and I should mention this, is that there is no team. Yes. Yeah. So you hop in by yourself, and you play by yourself. Yeah, and, it's you versus 98 uh, other people competing for the top spot. And it's yeah. crazy, because you can get sabotaged really easy. Like, I was playing, and all of a sudden, I got sabotaged. You know, I only had, like, three or four bricks on the bottom row. I didn't even have a full row or anything yet. And then all of a sudden, I got sabotaged, and, like, nine or ten rows just appear and push my top row up. And now it's like, oh, shit, I've got to get this completely eliminated to get down to that to start working that down. And then it starts moving faster. I'm like, oh, no. And, yeah, it was crazy, but so fucking cool and fun. You know, a new way to play uh, a game that, you know, is addictive in its own right. Right, right. I think uh, the fact I was joking, and it's a thing... That I I'll never get over that. That's fucking insane. Yeah, that was crazy. That was just um, absolutely nuts. But there was a bunch of things. I mean, like, I know this goes out Friday, but uh, if you want to, um, the, all the Mission Start podcast, uh, Anthony and I will talk more about it. I'm sure. I'm sure, he'll bring it up. Um, maybe not. I don't know. We actually might talk about it more here. <laughs> yeah, we we plan on discussing this uh, anything about that. 
that whole direct because yeah, there was a lot of was, things in that direct that were saying like, yeah uh, the, the the Dragon Quest 11s looks amazing I'm looking forward to that uh, Final Fantasy 9 just dropped today uh, which is awesome uh, great classic Final Fantasy title uh, the, I literally have no excuse to not play it yeah now. yeah you really don't uh, let's see what Fire Emblem Three Houses looked interesting. Um, and then of course that yeah, that I, announcement, I, that surprise announcement of Link's Awakening being remade for the Switch, and that looked pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's really funny because it it has a its design is very different from what. Oh yeah, I guess you would imagine from yeah. Um, one of the interesting things about it is that it, all the characters look really shiny mm -hmm. and chibi, almost as if everything in the game looks like a toy. Yeah. Um, now, and I know that's a completely aesthetic because in the original game, which was a Game Boy, uh, just a Game Boy Color? Just a regular Game Boy was game. It? OG Game Boy, yeah. I, I played the hell out of that. But when you look at the character models in that game versus other Legend of Zelda games, it looks... Literal alert. Like. It looks what? I don't want to say, like, I, I want to say, like, uh, like it was built for children. Oh. Like, they, they, the reason they look like toys in the remake is because they look like toys then. Okay, I got you. This is my point. This is my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the interesting things to me about it coming out was a lot of people on Twitter are just like, oh, it sucks. It's stupid. And, uh, or it looks bad. And I'm just like, it doesn't look bad at all. Just because you don't like the way it looks, it's still got some polished looking graphics. So it's just I not think a an lot of people need to think about just not an aesthetic that speaks to them as individuals. I guess. I mean, like we were saying earlier, I remember when Wind Waker first came out. I was like, "Ugh, a cell shaded Zelda! I hate how that looks." And I didn't play it until about four or five years later, and then I was just like. Man, I could kick myself. This is a great game. I put this off just because I didn't like the aesthetic, which yeah. grew on me as I played it more. You know. Yeah, like like uh, something I've learned over the years too is you know design has a reason. It's not just thrown together because somebody was like, "This kind of looks cool." Like nine times out of ten, an art director is trying to make things fit the world. To me. Like, I did that back in the day, again, where I didn't play Wind Waker, I didn't play Final Fantasy IX because of those aesthetics. Mm hmm Nowadays, I'm just like, if you aren't playing a game because of those aesthetics, you're kind of dumb. Uh, yeah. So, I was, you know, I'll admit, I was dumb back then. Oh, yeah. Full of dumb. But, uh, but yeah, now, now you know, I, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for Mario Maker 2. Um, oh, yeah. That, I guess that I'm more... cool. Yeah, I guess I'm more excited about Mario Maker 2 because I didn't get to play a lot of Mario Maker 1. I didn't have a Wii U. Yeah. I was unemployed when that when the system came out, couldn't afford one. Now that I have a Switch and they're coming out with a sequel, I have to buy it. But it seems like not every like not a ton of people are talking about it. Like, I know it'll be popular. You know, a lot of people watching it on Twitch, a lot of people will be playing it, making it creating levels and playing new levels. But Everyone's talking about the Tetris 99. Everyone's talking about the Final Fantasy 7 and 9 coming to the Switch. Everyone's talking well, about the... Uh, to be fair, it's only been like two hours. 
<laughs> you know how fast the internet moves. Well, yeah. Sir. Yeah. It was true. also announced first. It was also announced first, so that might have a lot to do. Uh, anyway, we've been talking about video games for 40 minutes. Why don't you, let's, let's, uh, let's move on. Um, shall we? Sure. Do you want to? Sure, man. I mean, <laughs> uh, this is, well, this has been like, a, this has been a pretty good, um, week for me and the getting of things. Yeah. Cause you had a great day yesterday with getting of things. Well, yeah, yesterday and last week too. Uh, you know, I don't know how many people out there are aware, but, you know, every year there is what they call the Spring Festival in China or Chinese New Year, where pretty much the whole nation shuts down for like three weeks, two or three weeks. And, it, you know, it's basically the start of their new lunar year. And it usually is late January, 1st of February. Um, I had... You know, as people who probably have listened over the year and a half that we've been doing this, like, I'm a big toy collector, so I had some Transformers on pre-order. I had five pre-orders drop on me the week of, right before Chinese New Year started. I was like, oh no, some of that stuff wasn't supposed to come out until after the Chinese New Year, and all of a sudden I got hit with five things, and I was like, ugh. But <laughs> they were awesome, and I'm very happy about that. But yeah. I have been staying busy uh, working on uh, Diorama. Uh, I've got those uh, NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures from San Diego Comic-Con last year. And I was just like, yeah, they look awesome together, but they've just been on a shelf, you know, with a couple of other random figures. And I'm like, they just don't... I wanted, I wanted to make something cool for them to make it look like, yeah, that belongs to them. So I'm building a sewer lair for the turtles. And uh, I'm hoping I can finish it up by this weekend, but I'm not 100% sure that I will because I stay so busy doing other things. Multiple projects, craft projects, and what have you. But I'm really excited. Um, first time building one of these things. First time building with uh, this type of XPS foam. It's ex extruded polystyrene foam. It's really dense, but it's really. Uh, rigid, so you know you can carve it and things like that. So that's really cool. Um, but I've been watching a lot of uh, tutorials and crafting videos on YouTube and getting ideas, and really excited about how this is going to turn out. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, that that diorama you're doing, it's like it it already has a shape that I'm that I'm that I'm personally happy with. Yeah, yeah, I've got some really cool ideas for it, and I was, uh, one of the ideas that I was actually doing, I'm backtracking on to do a different route. It's going to be the same idea, but just implemented differently. But yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I'm going to work on it some more tonight, and then got a couple more things I need to pick up for it, but so far it's going well. That's awesome. I, I, uh... 
Ah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, today I sent you a picture of it, but um, it was announced. There's no trailer yet, but it was announced that the um, the goofy ass IDW uh, Ninja Turtles versus Batman, which I don't know why it's called that because they team up, but a uh, comic that IDW did for a little bit there. They also did one with with uh, Ninja Turtles and and Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. which I'd love to see. But uh, the Batman and, and Turtles one is becoming an animated movie. And man, the IDW Ninja Turtles comics are fantastic. I know. When I have time, I'm going to read them. I swear to God, I'm going to read. Them. I love them. Which I, 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 you know, I like a lot of the stuff that IDW does. Uh, their their Transformers comics, uh, especially the ones written by James Roberts, uh, which was more than meets the eye, which then changed to Last Lot. That book was amazing. Doesn't uh, IDW also do uh, GI Joe comics? They do, but oh, they're not very good. Uh, the mainline title is that Larry Hama still writes, um, but you know that he was. He wrote most all of the original 155 issues from the 80s and 90s and then started um, back up with issue 156 about a decade ago. And they're like around issue 260 now, I think. But they've been going for a while. Uh, his his book's good. Uh, some of the other stuff's hit and miss in the IDW-verse because... Hasbro's like, you know what? We're going to make all of our properties interact. So, yeah, G.I. Joe and Transformers, they're going to be in the same universe. Well, that's all well and good. They've done that a lot before. But then they're like, we're also going to have ROM, Space Knight in the universe, and we're going to have the Micronauts in the universe, and we're going to have Mask, and My Little Pony too. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Megatron showing up in My Little Pony. It's just not what I signed up for. But. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Like, I, I get some of these crossovers. Like, Batman and Turtles makes kind of sense because they're both trained in ninjutsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. I feel Batman's trained in more, but <laughs> whatever. Um, I kind of get, you know, uh, I guess the Ghostbusters one with tra- with Ninja Turtles. There's a lot of crossovers I understand. Yeah. Transformers and My Little Pony just doesn't uh, doesn't work. Period. Yeah, yeah. Just doesn't work. No, I agree. And you know, Mass. I think Mask as, as a, being as in a, there with GI Joe and Transformers works. Um, yeah, Micronauts could even work. You know, using Cybertronian tech to shrink humans down. Yeah, sure. I get it. Mass shifting. Yeah, but My Little Pony. Come on now. I mean, I could get a, like a goof comic where you're you're doing like uh, Beast Wars and My Little Pony. Um, I think that would be funny, probably. Uh, but it would you know it'd have to be like a one or two off issue thing and be done. Um, but yeah, that's just so weird. It's such a weird crossover. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh that's what's been going on here. You know, started uh my kids being introduced to the you don't know Jack. Uh, well. The oh, Jackbox yeah. party about games. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that specific conversation, but, uh, you know, we've been playing on the family-friendly settings, uh, games that she and Misty and the three of us can play together. She's really been enjoying that. She's come home. We played some Sunday night, and then Monday she came home. She's like, are we going to play some more Jackbox today? I was like, no, not today. We will tomorrow. She came home yesterday. 
Chuck, we're going to play some Jackbox? I was like, yeah, as soon as we get done eating. We played for a couple hours last <laughs> night. And the other day she came home, she's like, we're going to play some more Jackbox today? It's like, no, not today. I got a few things I got to do this evening, you know, so. But it's cool that she's enjoying <laughs> enjoying games like Fibbage and You Don't Know Jack and things like that. Things that yeah, have awesome. family-friendly stuff that you can turn on and, you know, because she's almost 12, you know, I don't want to be playing uncensored stuff yet you know but right it's been a lot of fun i say like also if you if you ever want to if you're if you're trying to nah because uh, hmm. because i was sitting there thinking like you could do screen share sort of thing and i could play along with you guys and and uh you know not you know I, I'd, I'd keep it family friendly like i do with my nephews but um if you wanted more than just you misty and Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's something, you know, we could definitely do. I hadn't really thought of it. It was just like, just uh, because she's like, I'm bored. I'm like, come in here and hang out with us. No. And now she's like, hey, let's do this. You know, it's something that she can do with us, you know, and have fun doing. So that's cool. Yeah. 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 You know, for me, things are interesting right now. I've kind of talked to you about it a little bit, but AMPM was the worst fucking job I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, AMPM for anybody who lives on the East Coast or just doesn't live in California or the West Coast in general, AMPM is essentially a 24 hour gas station, convenience store, primarily convenience store. Arco is provides the gas, uh, which I think everyone knows what Arco, who Arco is. I'd imagine, anyway. There was a lot of problems working there. The hours sucked, first off. I mean, I had to do graveyard, and that's just the absolute fucking worst. Well, they would also make you do morning shifts and afternoon shifts on top of at least two or three overnight shifts, which was... Man, you can't make a yeah, person it's rough. do that. That's terrible. It's, 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 it's bad because I can't make a sleep schedule. Yeah. Like, that's primarily why it sucks. There was also the fact that my manager was forcing employees to pay out of pocket for mistakes at registers. Uh, none of the other employees knew that it was illegal. They just were okay with it. Yeah, everything you tell me about that manager, she was a terrible, terrible employee herself that didn't train people properly and made up her own rules and never enforced uh, the ones that should have been enforced. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was five months of me telling friends and family how awful it was to be there. And if you had the chance to talk to me while I was working there, you know what I'm fucking talking about. <clears throat> oh God, um, you were miserable. It was, Yeah. Like I, no joke last night. I'm not even kidding when I say this after everything that's been going on and quitting and now working back at the school district in the kitchen and doing DoorDash, which I'll talk about DoorDash in a minute here. Um, my mom was just like, living with you when you were working there was the absolute worst. It felt like anything that we said, you were just going to snap and go off on it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm aware. And she goes, so you know what? Even though you're not getting paid as much, I'm really, really happy that you're not as stressed out and you're not as angry. But I'm also really happy to see you want to go to work. You want to work at the school and do DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes people underestimate the importance of enjoying what you do for a living. Yeah. 
Um, it makes a big yeah, difference. Yeah, so that being said. I mean, yeah. you know, I, 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 just a quick sidebar, Misty, you know, that was one of the great things about that GoFundMe last year because a lot of people may remember she used to work for Toys R Us from home and Toys R Us shut down. And then I got, you know, had the issue and had to have the leg amputated. So while my insurance covered almost my entire medical bills, she still had to be here to help me recover and take care of me and administer my medicine and everything. So she couldn't go back to work. So that got us through the summer last year. Well, she was doing this one job and she was doing this freelance gig. And it pays pretty well, but it was only part-time. The company that she worked for with Toys R Us contacted her and said, Hey, we've got another account available. We'd like for you to come and work for us again. And they offered her pretty much the same rate of pay that she had when she left. And, you know, she'd be getting benefits back and everything. And I told her, I was like, yeah, go for it. You know, it's going to be a little bit more money. Dude, she was miserable. Um, she was absolutely miserable, and she woke up one night. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning. She had to get up to pee, and then she came back, and she was just bawling, crying her eyes out. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, I hate this job. I hate it so much. I absolutely am miserable. And I was like, well, you can still do the freelance work, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, if I can quit. You know, it's not worth a couple hundred extra bucks a month if you're miserable and you know it's just not worth it mental health is more important and people need to understand that yeah i completely agree it's man it has been night and day difference in my in my attitude and personality mm-hmm. um you might even hear in the podcast oh dude yeah you like, can definitely tell and you're you don't sound as tired anymore either Oh my, yeah, fuck, that's another thing. Sleeping fucking seven hours from 12 to 7 in the morning. Mwah. You can't see it, but I'm doing a chef kiss. Mwah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy right now, but uh, I will say this. One thing I did do with the school district, and, and I will give A&PM this, my legs and back do not get nearly as tired. Um, Because you were up on your feet moving about so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, I got a little bit of training. Yeah. So I'm so when when I called the school district, I had taken uh, high schools off because they are very fast paced. Mm-hmm. They're very quick, and I was like, I don't want to do a high school because I know I'm going to be hurting really bad by the end of the day. And then when I went back to the school, I told Jennifer, the woman who schedules people for different schools, she was I was just like, no limitation. I'll work. Eight hours, I'll work high schools, give me whatever you got. So she put me permanently at a high school. And not just any high school, the fucking high school I went to growing up. Oh, wow. So (laughs) every day you work, you're going there instead of being shifted around from school to school. The first day, yes, which is awesome. I love being at one location and not having to wait for her to call me. But um, (laughs) the first day I had to have, because I don't have my license. I don't know if anyone knows that about me. That's a, that's a story I can also get into on this podcast. Um, uh, but, uh, I had my dad drop me off and we're pulling up to the school and he was like, this is fucking weird. And I went, you're telling me, (laughs) um, 
but yeah, it's just been, it's been fucking like being in the kitchen's fine. Cause I was never in the kitchen when I was in that school. Yeah. Like I was in the cafeteria, but I wasn't in the kitchen. So being in the kitchen, I'm like, my brain doesn't end that like, Ooh, this is kind of weird. Cause I'm in the school. It's not until I have to walk out to the quad. It's not until I have to be in front of the fucking theater room that I was in all the time. Cause that's where the snack bar is. Um, those are like that. That's when it gets a little weird. Now that I've been there for a week and a half, it's getting less weird because now it's just work. Um, but yeah, at first, at first it was bizarre. At first I was like, this is odd because <laughs> it hasn't changed at all, which is like in my mind kind of weird because everything kind of changes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's also weird, Josh, and I should mention this. The room that I'm currently sitting in is the same room that I slept in with my brothers growing up going to that high school. That's crazy. So there's a lot of little things that I'm like, huh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah, it's what's also really funny is, and I, again, give credence to fucking uh, A&PM for this, but um, I've become less shy talking to quote-unquote customers, you know? Like, here's the thing about working in a gas station. Everyone that comes in there to get something fucking sucks. They all suck. Um, Even if you're in there just going, hey, 20 on 5, and then you walk out, you kind of (laughs) suck. That's very mean sounding, but, you know, that's, that's comedy for you folks. So dealing with teenagers is no problem. Before my shyness, my anxiety would get the better of me. Now, now it's not a problem. That's a good uh, thing, man. Yeah. No, I completely, that's, that's, and that's the point I'm getting at. Like, I, I, I'm a lot, I'm a lot, uh, I'll give you an example. A kid comes up to the window and he goes, Hey, do you guys have, uh, do you guys have whoppers? And I thought, mm, maybe it's one of the special ed kids. And he's just saying that out of habit, right? He actually, he just wants a hamburger. Mm-hmm. And I go, nope, we just have hamburgers. And he goes, what about Big Macs? And I was like, okay, he's fucking with me. Right? Mm-hmm. And I went, nope, no Big Macs. He goes, what about KFC fried chicken? I go, yeah, we got a bucket right down here. And like, I'm deadpan serious. And he just, <laughs> he goes, what, really? And I went, no. <laughs> And his friend just starts fucking dying. His friend's just like, oh my god, he got you good. I was just like, kid, get out of here. Yeah, but that one, you know, it's like, if he tries to fuck with you again, just keep fucking with him back. And eventually it'll become like a thing between you and him. You'll just fucking crack on each other. And that makes it fun. Well... At that point, when I said no, and the kid, like the other kid's friend, started laughing, the kid was just like, "Oh, I'll just take a cheeseburger then." So it kind of ended there, but yeah, yeah. But it was it was still kind of funny. Um. Uh. But that's my point. Is like, I want to be the I want to be nice. I want to you know I want to you know ask these kids what they want, and and I don't want to have any problems, but. When the kids are kind of dicking around in front of my window and they're not paying attention, I don't have a problem now kind of hitting my hand on the counter going, hey, I need one of you guys to order. You know. 
Yeah. Being a little like not mean, but just a little like stern. I don't have a problem doing that. So it's it it's good. Yeah, that is good. Cause let me tell you, fucking teenagers suck ass. They, they I don't care what teenager it is. They can be they tend to suck. They can be rather unpleasant. <laughs> uh work at a school. Work in a high school and then tell me the words unpleasant. <laughs> I like it though, dude. Like being in the back and just washing potatoes and wrapping them in tin foil, or uh, putting fucking chips in little bat and little bo- like uh, boats for like a half an hour to forty-five minutes at a time, dealing with nobody but my own thoughts. Oh, let me tell you what's awesome. That I have to talk to anybody. I can just be my be by myself. Like, oh, it's just it's exactly where I want to be. Work in retail can be absolutely just one of the worst things you could ever do. So. Especially when you have social anxiety. Yes. So I'm 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 more than happy with doing it right now. Like um, the other thing I was gonna say is that the DoorDash thing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you've also been doing the DoorDash thing, and we hadn't really talked about that. Uh, so my dad does Uber for he's been doing Uber for about three and a half years now. Yeah. Uh, I want to say no, it's 2016. So it'll be coming up on three years. Right? Math. Yes. Three years. <laughs> uh, sorry. Got a little uh, ahead of myself there. Do- uh, doing Uber's been re- re- bleh, 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 has been really good for him because it's basically a way for him to get out of the house, conversate with people, which I know he likes to do. And um, he, uh, my dad's, my dad's a social butterfly. He, he, enjoys the company of others he enjoys having conversations but in a more broader sense and he can talk to any stranger he has literally when i talked about anxiety and social anxiety he doesn't understand it at all um which is fine it's whatever it's you know that's how my dad is but when uh when talking to him about dealing with other people and the way that i interact with people versus the way that he does He's he's very much in the mindset of that that it that I'm strange. So <laughs> Ubering for him has been awesome. Damn it, Bobby, you ain't right. Yeah. Uh it's kinda it's kinda how my dad is, except take all the southern away. Um Would you call Hank Hill Southern? Well he's from Texas. Does that does it count? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't hundred percent sure. But anyway. Anyway, Uber's been really good for him, but it's also it's just a way for him to pay the bills because he still work, he still lives off of uh not not it's a, it's not medical insurance but it's a disability. Good lord. Yeah. Um. So he uh I gotta stop watching this fucking stream. I'm watching somebody play Apex Legends and I can't concentrate. Jesus. Uh, what? It's no wonder you're. Uh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I know. I anyway, know. so you're dead. Um. Yeah, so he's been doing Uber for a while. It's great for him. And he was talking to me about, like, right after I quit AMP, because I just up and quit. Like, I was like, I called Jennifer, like, the day before I, or the, no, but a week before I quit. And she was in contact with HR. That was another funny thing, was my uh, government assistance checks, like the, the food stamps and Medi-Cal and stuff like that, they, uh, they got canceled because... 
they said I made too much. In November with AMPM, I made $1,800 in just that month mm-hmm. because I got paid once a week. Um, but it was like $300 once a week. Yeah. And there were five weeks in November, five paydays in November. So they think I'm making $1,800 a month. I'm not. I wasn't then. I'm not, I'm certainly not now, but I'm only getting $15 in food stamps and my Medi-Cal was completely canceled. So I've been trying to get a hold of them to fix it. But then on top of that, at the same time of trying to fix that, I was trying to get a hold of Jennifer or like try to get Jennifer to like fast track me working back at the school. So there was a whole week where I wasn't working. And there was a, there was a moment where my dad, he's just like, we got to figure this out. We got to do, we got to figure out what we're doing here. And I was like, and like the day of, and I'm just like, dad, I have, I have tried to contact government assistance as much as I possibly can. I've gotten a hold of the, I, I've, I've sent a letter. I, I've, I've called a number that just goes to a busy signal every time I'm supposed to talk to somebody. I can't really call Jennifer because she's already contacted HR. Like I, I can't just keep bugging her because it's, there's nothing she can do unless HR gets back to her. Like maybe she can keep bugging HR, but I, I don't think that that matters. And he's just like, well, we got to figure something out because, you know, we're going to run out of money. Da, da, da. And I was like, my income tax is going to come in and I'm going to help with bills with that. Like, just relax. It'll be fine. And I'm not joking. I walk upstairs and I have a missed call from Jennifer. This Damn. was like, a, this was the Friday before I started. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I, I go back downstairs. I was like, Jennifer called me. She said, HR says I'm good to go next Tuesday. He was like, oh, OK. And I was like. Yeah, if you just give it time, Dad. Like he's he's definitely in the mindset of you have to keep bugging your employer to get work or whatever. And I'm just like, no, that just makes you look bad. Like calling a couple times and get in and like reminding or something to that effect is fine. I have no issues with that. But what what bothers me is when people sit there and go, "You gotta call the person trying to hire you every day." I'm like, that just bothers them. Like, why would you do that? You look you look desperate. I don't know. It's such a weird mindset to be in. Oh, I agree. Because like, my dad also lives in, my dad also lives in the past. But I thought that was really funny. Was right after that conversation, she had called me. Um, so I still haven't heard from government assistance, but that was a whole thing. I don't know why I went off on that tangent on that story. There was a point to it. Because you're doing DoorDash with your dad. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jesus. So yeah, during all of that, my dad was like, "We need to figure out how to get DoorDash running. We need to we need to try to make money with that." And I was like, "Okay." So Jennifer calls, says you're starting Tuesday at Oak Grove High, which now everyone knows what city I live in because y'all already knew what state I live in. But after she says that, I was like, three hours a day. Okay, we got to make some money with DoorDash here. We got to we got to try to bring in a little bit of ca- like, as much cash as we can." So I'm constantly like, "Let's go, Dad. Let's go out tonight. Let's go to five. And he's like. We're going to be done at seven, though. And I'm like, two hours is nothing. <laughs> like, we're going to make 20 bucks, 25 bucks, at, if that. And sure enough, I was right. Like, we've only made that much. Uh, I think Sunday, though, we went out for four, no, three hours. We went out for three hours and made $45. And I was like, Dad, if we did fucking six to, to six to eight hours a day on this, like, we'd make a lot of money. We'd make a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't want to be in my car that long. (laughs) All right. Don't get mad at me when we're, you know, we need money. This isn't my fault now. (laughs) But uh, doing DoorDash is actually, I've been having fun. Like looking at the app and waiting for something to pop up and then 
going to the location and picking up the food. And there's been a lot of situations that have been really funny to me about picking up the food where I went and had to go into Applebee's the other day and everybody in there looked fucking miserable. Like the people that were eating. No, people, people working. I was going to say, I I hate Applebee's. So, you know, I I could understand why everybody looked miserable. (laughs) I walk in and all the customers look angry. Why are you guys here? <laughs> the food's not good. No. It's 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 on par with Denny's, if you ask me. No, no. Fuck you. Denny's is better than Applebee's any day of the week. Denny's has some good <laughs> shit. Applebee's, not so much. Every time I eat Denny's, I get fucking dysentery, so... But did you but enjoy the meal? Yes. Okay, then. <laughs> Both places overcooked my steak, so whatever. Um, also it just might be the location that I'm at. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, everyone in there looked miserable. And I, I, so I went up to the, the hostess and I said, Hey, so I have a DoorDash order for, I don't remember her name. Okay. Let me, uh, let me go ask somebody. Okay. I'm like, shouldn't the hostess know something? Anyway, so she runs to the back. She comes back five minutes later, which I was like, that's okay. Five minutes is a little too long. Because the whole point of DoorDash is that you want to get the get the food, get to the person as fast as you possibly can. Because the less time you take, the better potential rating you'll get. And you want to get that big rating. Not for sake of, like, not getting any more orders. Because, like, if, if you, let's say Uber or Lyft, you get negative stars. Mm-hmm. Or you get low stars. Like, with Uber especially, if you go below a 4.5 on your rating... You're straight up just, like, fired, essentially. That's dumb. Um, that's, yeah, that's just the way they work, though. But with DoorDash, not the case. The rating does not determine whether you'll get orders or not. All the rating uh, determines is, like, if you get a bonus. What you want, however, is the other per- the other percentages. It's You're, like, how often you work, how often you're reliable. Um, if you've declined any orders, um, if you've been late, those kind of things. Um, those are the, those are the ones that you really don't want to fucking fuck up. Uh, but yeah, your rating, it just means like you can get a bonus of some kind. I don't want to take too much time. So when they take too much time at the fucking restaurant, I'm just like, Hey guys, we're on a fucking clock here. Uh, but yeah, so, so. They looked miserable. She took five minutes to fucking get back to me. And she was like, yeah, they're um, they're making it right now. It should be out soon. I was like, okay. So I wait there another five minutes. A guy walks out and he's like, can I help you? I like, motherfucker. So I, I go, yeah, I'm with DoorDash. I have an order for blah, blah, blah. And she goes, the guy goes, okay, let me go check on it. I was like, thank God. The words check on it, not let me go ask somebody. He comes back like a minute later and he was like, it should be out in just a minute. We'll bring the guy out with the food. I was like, okay, cool. At this point, I'm late, right? Mm. I'm like five minutes behind the time I'm supposed to have picked it up. And I can't hit the thing of I'm on the phone, like picked up delivery until I have it in my hands. He brings out this giant bag full of like the order was like an 80 fucking dollar order too. And I go, is this everything? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So I hit pick up on the phone and then I, you know, hit the directions to give to my dad, run out to the car, hand him the phone. I was like, let's head over there. 
not only was the fucking place like four houses down from my house, <laughs> um, I needed to double check the order. Because when I asked that guy, is everything there? Everything wasn't there. Jesus. Yeah. So that was the first time I I I, I take some of the blame for that. Again, I should have double checked. Jesus fucking Christ, man. It was a hell of a thing. Luckily, that's the only time I've had any issues. Most of the time I walk in, I go, I got an order for blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, it's right here. And they'll just hand it to me. <laughs> like, it's already been paid for. Everything's ready to go. Um, of course, I double check it. Always double check it. Yeah. Always double check the app if I have everything, because I'm not going to fuck that up again. But yeah, man, I enjoy it. Like, I'm actually enjoying doing DoorDash. I was like, I was like, man, I just want to get my license. And then that way I can do more. Do it on my own. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to tell you, I worked pizza delivery for years and I loved it because, yeah, I, you know, I got a regular paycheck, but I also made tips and commission too on deliveries, but it was just a fun job. I mean, I'm getting paid to drive around listening to music all day, taking people their food. Loved Dude. it. Yeah. And it was good like, money. I, I'm honestly, it, it was good money. I made more in tips and commission than I did on the paycheck. And the paycheck, you know, it wasn't bad, you know. And for this area, it was really good money. You know, obviously, you know, it's not going to be great comparatively if it were the same amount where you are because you live in an area with a much higher cost of living than I do. Yes. Uh, but on that same note, like to, to throw this out there, too. I'm doing a I'm doing a different kind of service than pizza delivery. Like with pizza delivery, you have a steady number of hours you're working. Exactly, exactly. You're going to have a city paycheck. With this, this is all. This is just when is, somebody orders something and you're available and you can take it. Yes. Um, that being said, honestly, if I was to work, if I was to work from four o'clock in the afternoon to 8 or 9 p.m. on my own mm-hmm. every night, uh, including weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe gave myself Monday, Tuesday off or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I honestly would be, or let's say Tuesday, Wednesday, because we record Wednesday. I'd be making more than I would be at the school or I, or with I, with with what I was with a.m. p.m. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, dad, let's make, let's get this license thing for me. So in the summertime, when I'm not working for the school, I can make a butt fuck ton of money with DoorDash since it's hot outside and people don't want to go out. Yeah. And the thing is, you go in about, make yourself available about 10 in the morning and then say work like 10 to 2, get the lunch rush and then do yep. like 4 to 8 and get the dinner rush. Boom. Yep. That's exactly when they want you to work. Well, they say 5 to 9 for dinner rush, but I do 4 to 8 because. I don't want to be out that late, but whatever. That's a big old whatever. And I know then that's the thing is the weekdays are a lot slower than the weekends. And I've also the other thing I pointed like the other reason that we did four hours or sorry three hours on on Sunday I wanted to do four. I wanted to start at three p.m. and go all the way until about seven mm-hmm. because the 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 Sacramento Kings game started at three and then the um uh. Golden State Warriors game started at 5.30. Yeah. And I was like, 
people are going to be ordering shit during that time. Yep. Like, it's just a fucking thing. And he was just like, Ooh, if you come up with more of those ideas, we'll definitely do it. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I've been having these ideas. Let's do it. Let's look at when UFC matches are going on. Let's look at when there's WWE events happening. Like, yep. Pay-per-views, like, man. Not a, a lot of people order shit for pay-per-views. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's my thought process. So and the thing I've been is, looking into past- that. Past two weekends in a row, there was a UFC event this past weekend, and the Royal Rumble was a week before. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's been a whole thing, and that's to me, honestly, dude, fun, legitimately fun doing research as to when it could be that people are going to buy DoorDash. Like I've been having fun doing that. It's oh yeah, man, that is awesome. Like I, because of the school with DoorDash, I've been extremely happy. Um. I'm excited that we're doing this thing, the the uninhibited. I'm excited that uh, podcast is going to be more like the the Mission Star podcast and thing. Oh, that's another thing with Anthony. We've been working together on making sure that there's more of a uniform name mm-hmm. to everything because we were everything was named Mission Star Podcast, but we were doing convention coverage, and there we got a couple people doing writing reviews, and Anthony wants me to start doing kind of like. Uh, Less less scripted reviews of games in short blurbs, so he can do so he can upload those onto the YouTube channel. I'm like, if we're doing all that, man, we got to drop the podcast from the name. Mm-hmm. Like that's giving, let's give it. Like, don't get me wrong, our podcast should be still be called Mission Start Podcast, but it's the Mission Start Podcast. And he's like, no, you're right, you're right. We got to change that. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. So we contacted uh, GoDaddy. And GoDaddy's like. Well, if you want the domain that somebody else has, you got to pay seventy dollars. Like, Jesus Christ! So, with the money that we made from not donations, but from uh, sponsors, which believe it or not, we have sponsors. Uh, we used that money to put towards DoorDash. I'm sorry, towards GoDaddy for the domain. <laughs> sorry, talking about DoorDash a time. And um. We, uh, we've changed the Instagram name. I don't know if the Instagram name is missions.start, but he changed the, I, I'm not happy with it. I got to talk to him about it, but he tried to change the Twitter to mission start underscore. And I'm like, but you, you got to also think about how it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Well, you know, but, uh, language and grammar have never been Anthony Bean's strong suit. This is accurate. Yeah, he's, uh, his grammar is garbage. I mean, I love Anthony, but Jesus. I actually had to talk with him about the, I actually had to talk with him about the, uh, the YouTube and, like, advertising and stuff, and I was just like, let me proofread. Just let me proofread the shit. That's all I ask. So now he'd let me know if uh, if, um, if things are uh, ready to be uploaded so I can go to the YouTube channel and kind of correct any grammar or spelling. Uh, or even in that regard, like if the title's like, if I feel like the title just doesn't kind of convey what it needs to convey. Mm-hmm. So I'll, like for, for the Why You're Wrong segment that I do, um... 
I now do why you're wrong about and then a short thing of what it is. Yeah, yeah. Which I think it works way better than just like Mission Star podcast episode blah 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 dash why you're wrong with Greg Deeds. I'm just like that tells them nothing. <laughs> that tells them nothing. So he's let me update all that and change all that stuff, which is great because now like I'm like let's work together on this man. Let's make this something. Well, I mean, you have to. So, yeah. You gotta have consistency, and you know, you've gotta have a general idea. Uh, you know, that title needs to convey. So, yeah, it's a good thing yeah. that he's starting to listen to that. I agree. Um, any other thoughts you had, Josh? You want to bring up before we end this? Because I I want to end this in a minute. Because uh, well, I know I you go guys gotta before. go record and everything soon too. Misty's wanting to make some food here, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is this has been fun. I'm glad we're doing this. Uh, I'm really, we really. Call this show... What? I said we should have called this show uh, "All Cued Up Therapy." <laughs> well, it's uninhibited, man. You know, no no constraints, no rules. Talk about whatever we feel All like, right. you know. And and uh, I'm really, really glad that you got back on with the school district and you can tell if you go back and you listen to the past few months i mean when you during recording you've just sounded so tired or so down and frustrated and you know it's now it's like you can hear it you can tell and that's awesome and i'm glad that stuff has worked out for you and uh <clears throat> just wanted to say again publicly once again uh you guys, thanks so much for getting me the switch. That was awesome. It was an incredible surprise. I'm, I'm legit excited that you have the switch because, again, now we can play certain things together. And because you had a PlayStation Four and an Xbox, yeah. So yeah. there was nothing like, and, and my PC sucks ass. Yeah, the only so thing like we, we really could ever play, play together were Jackbox games. Yeah, uh, because you know but, only one person has to have the game. Everybody else can play on a phone, PC, or tablet. So. That's how we got around that. But now we have a means to actually play things directly, and that's cool. Yeah. I was going to say, there's also a card battling game on the Switch. I don't know if it's any good. I haven't downloaded it, but it's free. So maybe that's something we can look into to play, because I know it's two players. It's uh, one-on-one, kind of like uh, Hearthstone. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'll look into it. But, um, but yeah, why don't we do the plugs real quick and then, uh, we'll head on out. All right. Well, you know, uh, I'm on Facebook under my regular name. Um, you know, uh, I'm on this show with you every Friday now. I do a show on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on Friday nights at 9 p.m. called MPSP Theater. Um, that's short for Masterpiece Shitpiece Theater. Um, and I do occasionally record episodes of Off the Runner with my friends from the Stasis Lock podcast where we build models, uh, primarily Gundams, but also like if I'm painting a miniature or working on it, diorama i also do that stuff on there because as long as we're building or painting you know we're we're on the show but uh 
Yeah, on uh, Twitter, you can find me at nsabanur1976. On Twitch, it's nsabanur76. And uh, I've got a Switch now. If you got a Switch, hit me up. Friend code. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, well uh you know we you, you know what we'll do uh for the uh for the website we should definitely put our switch friend codes in there for uh, anyone that wants to throw us maybe 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 okay let's think about i mean it. The, the great thing about the switch and the friend code just to clarify you'll just get friend requests you won't get invites you won't get like notifications that anyone's like they'll just pop up in the corner screen that they're playing a game yeah so, uh, unlike the Xbox and the PlayStation, where if you friend somebody, they can send you invites, they can message you, all kinds of stuff like that. None of that shit happens on the Switch. So, gotcha. Cool. But um. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's everywhere. Well, I mean, I do have an Instagram account. I'm going to upgrade my. Instagram handle because my buddy Brink he told me he's like, man, you need to change your Instagram account, your your Instagram name, and so I'm trying to think of something better to come up with. So, but I have been trying to be more active on Instagram, especially doing like toy photography and stuff like that. Something that I want to get better at. But yeah, that's uh, that. Well, yeah, actually, like if you're making dioramas and stuff, yes, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. That shit could be a, like you could make a whole Instagram account individually on that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's all the places where I am. What about you, Greg? Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Chub Rocky. Search for it. You'll find me. I promise you. Um, I uh, I try to brand the fuck out of that as much as I can. Um. Yeah, I uh, as as Josh said, we do we're going to be here every week now, every Friday. Um I think we're going to try to figure out a way to make this upload a lot easier for Josh right now. What we normally do is we record on each end and then he edits the whole thing together. But I think for uninhibited, we might just record locally on his end the whole thing so he can just throw it up there. Um don't want to make it too much too much but the other reason that we're going to do that is if we have guests Guys, if you want to join us and just shoot the shit, which is what we're doing, please feel free to contact us. Yeah. You can contact the any way, you know. Uh, yeah. Facebook, um, Twitter, uh, Instagram, you know, email, all queued up podcast dot, uh, at gmail.com. That's our email. Uh, you know, however, uh, any means of contacting us via social media let us know say hey i'd like to come on the show with you guys on the uninhibited week sure yeah let and, us know yeah and, and and even if you don't want to join us and you just want us to talk about something throw that our way too we love we josh and i have opinions about everything oh yeah we're two we're, we're two white men on the internet with opinions not that that's a new thing by any measure it's um, not <laughs> i actually Shit. heard a joke a long time ago it was it was this woman, she goes, uh, she says, uh, uh, me at, at 80 years old, grandson, grandma, will you tell me what the internet was like when you were younger? And she just goes, a lot of men were giving, a lot of white men were giving their opinions. 
That's pretty funny, <laughs> actually. That's pretty damn funny. It's it's fucking accurate, is why. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys, and and if if this is something that you enjoy, let us know because we'll be. I mean, we're gonna do it regardless. <laughs> yeah, but let us know what you uh, like. Let us know if you have anything you you want us to cover. Talk about if you want to be a guest on the show, let us know, and uh, we'll Hell, we'll work out all the details. Yeah, even if you just say like, "God damn it, Greg, turn off your fucking Twitch when you're watching when you're doing the stream." Yes, yes. Or stream when you're doing the podcast. Turn off the stream when you're doing the podcast. I can't talk to. Them. That's um, okay. I know it's a problem. I thought I was. <laughs> I thought I was well minded enough to 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 not do that, but no, here we are. No. No. <laughs> no, no, it's Superman is not here. Um, why did I quote Family Guy for fuck's sake? I don't know, but I never would have known what it was from because I don't watch Family Guy. That's fair. I mean everybody's like, Oh, I love Family Guy, I love Family Guy. Family Guy's great. I watched one season, watched the entire season. I chuckled maybe one or two times and I was like, eh, it's not that great. So, um, I I liked the first few seasons, and I liked when they came back. But when the show just kept being the same fucking thing over and over and over again, of what references can we make? I was kind of like, meh. This got lame real fast. Yeah. Well, it's like The Simpsons. You know, I can't. I don't even bother. I've I've not watched The Simpsons in over fifteen years. They just got renewed for two more seasons, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's like season. 412 now or something? That's, that's fucking insane. I think it's older than most people on the planet at this point. Um, That's not in any way accurate. I just made it as a joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, guys. Um, Also, join us next week, because Josh and I will be talking about The Marvelous Miss Maisel Season 1 and 2, since it was requested. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoiler alert. Fantastic. Um. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about that show. Very fucking excited. F- I finished it uh, Monday, no Sunday night. Nah, so. so I finished it Friday last week. <laughs> uh, remember when I said like I'll finish this show quick if it grabs me by the balls? Well, here we are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also uh, be talking about the Umbrella Academy, which drops uh, if you're listening to this today. Today. Yep. Um, as of recording. Not today, but yeah, two days as from now. Upload <laughs> two days from now, but yeah, yeah, that'll be uh, on the next uh, review episode. But we'll be back in two weeks for another episode of Uninhibited. Yes, yes. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of weird because I know that most most podcasts don't do it this way, but yeah, we're doing weekly now, and we're doing uh, not only we're we doing weekly, but we're also doing um. Two different shows, essentially. Yeah, but keeping the same the, branding, just one sub. Of course, of course, yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's us talking about what the fuck ever we want. Yeah, it's our show. You listen to us. No, that's fucking. That's. <laughs> we hope you listen to us. That's how he meant to say it. No, no, you got, you got, you got to neg him. You got to neg him. You got to say like, you know what, listener, you're not a very good listener. You got to listen to us harder. 
That's how, that's how you get him back. Says the guy awesome. who was distracted by a Twitch stream 20 minutes ago. Dad, you don't fucking bring it up. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right, guys. Um, I We really appreciate you guys listening to us regardless of whatever we're doing. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's it. Um, we'll be back next week for some reviews. The week following week with more bullshit talk. And, again, contact us if you want us to talk about anything. But I think that's going to do it. I'm hungry. I want to go make some chicken and waffles, which is what I bought at the store. So I'm going to go do that. Um, guys, thank you again for listening. And, we'll, and uh, I think... No, that's your line. I say thank you for listening, and you say... Take care, everybody. <laughs>